hit breakfast. Miss something or want to hear it again? Get the catch up with Herbie and Dane at hit.com.au. The biggest party Wagga has ever seen returns on Saturday, the 14th of March, 2020. It is the Wagga, Wagga Mardi Gras and the brains behind it, the lady behind it all. Holly Conroy joins us now. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you this morning? We're good. Now, first off, Holly, we need to congratulate congratulate you. You've won an award recently. Yeah, yeah. I took out the Community Hero Award for the Akon LGBTI Honour Awards, which was a huge, a huge honour. Yeah, I was lucky enough just to be nominated and then to win the prize was amazing yeah you deserve it 100 i was so proud when i saw your name read out it just put smiles on my face and i know people across the riverina so you should be very proud of yourself yeah thank you i am now we've got to get on to the reason why you keep getting nominated for things is the mardi gras what's happening yeah so i mean obviously everyone knows the the wagga mardi gras is such a big success oh, and, and it's and it's back again next year i do have some exciting news however um so for the first time ever uh, for next year's Sydney event. It'll be broadcast live on SBS. Um, and it's actually going to be on the 29th of February for the Sydney Mardi Gras next year. What that means for Wagga is I've been asked to host a Wagga Mardi Gras party so we can live cross from the Sydney Mardi Gras to the Wagga Mardi Gras, giving us absolutely maximum exposure, which is going to be amazing. It's it's a huge thing and, and it's going to be big for Wagga. That That's is incredible. Cool. That's really good. It's like in the footy finals where they cross the respective clubs and yeah. they cut back to it. So that's going to be awesome. So you'll be there hosting this event with a bunch of people to come along, I, I assume? Oh, definitely, yeah. So it's going to be at the Q Bar at this stage and all the sponsors will be invited. Community can come along and yeah, it's it's just going to be a great night. And as I said, it's just going to be amazing exposure for our beautiful city. It's like pre's. It's yeah. pre's for our big Mardi Gras. So we can say, look, we're getting around it. And then people who may not have heard about it or people across the actual country can see that Wagga's doing it. So then when it pops around March 24th, everyone will be here. Yeah, that's right. And, <gasps> and the best thing about the event next year is the Sydney Mardi Gras is actually going to be held in the last weekend of February opposed to the first weekend of March. And what that means for Wagga Mardi Gras is that gives people two weeks rather than just one week to, mm. to, to get themselves yeah. together, recover from Sydney and then come down and enjoy the Wagga event. So look, it's going to be great. Um, and then to coincide with um, the announcement that Sydney's just got World Pride well. Day. Um, look, it's, it's amazing and you know, big things ahead for the LGBTI community here. So with the broadcast of the Mardi Gras essentially live, the announcement of Sydney hosting World Pride Day in 2023 can only mean positive things and attitudes are shifting here in Australia. Oh, definitely. Um, I mean, I can just speak from my experiences in the last three years of, of my transition that, that people's attitudes have, have changed greatly and, and it's just going to keep getting better. And, and the more events like the Wagga Mardi Gras, the Hay Mardi Gras, Leitner have an event next year and obviously Sydney's uh, event that started it all. With these events popping up, it's just going to create even more awareness and even more acceptance for our community. And I think education, mm. like Dane and I, we've been so blessed to be able to speak to you and just yeah. ask you such raw and honest questions, which you answer. And I think that's what helps broaden everyone's minds. So I think the educating that you've done has been incredible and you should be proud of that. Yeah, well, I've said from the start that I think the best way and the easiest way to gain acceptance is for us to be a little bit more open yeah. and, and and just educate people and, and, and don't be afraid to answer some of those, you know, harder questions because it does help people understand. I know, I know sometimes it can get a little bit personal, but for me personally, it's it's worth, uh, it's worth you know, getting personal and, and exposing the vulnerabilities about myself because it helps other people understand what I've gone through and what other people go through. So look, I think it's a big thing and yeah, it's just going to keep getting better. 
And the registrations are now open for next year's Mardi Gras because it's a multi-day event next year. Yeah, it is a multi-day event next year. So there'll be a, a big event on the Friday night, which is um, going to be very exciting, which will be held at the Q Bar, one of our major sponsors. And also, obviously, the, the main event on the Saturday and uh, the recovery markets and <laughs> Mardi Gras brunch on the on the Sunday. So look, it's going to be a great weekend. And there's, there's big things in store and these things couldn't happen without our amazing sponsors. Um, you know, obviously Charles State University and the Q Bar have came on as our major sponsors and the Wagga City Council obviously uh, have um, come into it as well. But we've got our smaller sponsors as well who, who without them, the event still couldn't go along. And, and places like the Wagga Marketplace who have come on as a sponsor, ANZ, um, Phoenix Accounting, Epica Jewelers. Um, I hope I haven't missed anybody. <laughs> I mean, the list continues and, and, and will continue to grow when the Mardi, until the Mardi Gras actually gets here. So without the sponsors and without the community coming on board, these events couldn't happen. And I'm just so appreciated that, that these businesses, you know, are coming on to, to help spread the awareness. If there is any businesses out there that want to jump on and sponsor the event, how do they go about that? Yep, there are still a few sponsorship opportunities available. So contact me at holly at com, or you can just go to the Facebook page and all the contact details and everything are there. But get hold of me and, yeah, by all means, we can you know, sign up Gras. some more sponsors Woo! for sure. com as well for all the details and to register your parade float for 2020, Saturday 14th of March, the biggest party Wagga's ever seen. Holly Conroy, thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Herbie and Dane. The Riverinas hit 93.1. The big topics with big answers from toddlers. Herbie and Dane's talking topics with toddlers. Good morning, Hunter. Good morning. Good morning, Jace. Good morning. Jace, do you know what a circus is? It got roller posters to go up and down to go woo. A roller coaster at the circus. Have you seen any clowns before, Hunter? Yes, I went to a circus before. And what did the clowns do? Um, be silly. What do clowns look like, Hunter? Um, I wear nose and wet hair. Have you ever seen any animals at a circus? No. Which animals do you think go to circuses? Animals don't believe out circus. Animals be left out a zoo. Do you think that you could run away and live at the circus? Yeah. What would be your act? Um, looking at all the animals and looking at the elephant and giraffe. Jace, what would you do at the circus if you ran away and joined it? No, I couldn't cut my hair because I don't like someone to cut my hair. So your act would be people cannot cut your hair? <laughs> Good morning, Abby. Good morning. Good morning, Lillian. Good morning. Abby, have you been to the circus before? Yes. What happened at the circus? Animal jumping. What animal? A giraffe. How high did the giraffe jump? So high. Wow, Lillian, what have you seen at the circus? Uh, animals. What sort of animals have you seen? Uh, and What did the kangaroo do? <laughs> did you get to have any snacks at the circus, Abby? No. What do you think is good circus food then? Pizza, popcorn, cherries. Mm. Abby, what would be your act if you were to perform at the circus? What would you do at the circus, Lillian? Um, fly on a big trampoline. Oh, you'd be on a big trampoline. And would you do flips or just bounce up and down? <laughs> just like the kangaroo. You and the kangaroo on the trampoline at the same time. Good morning, Billy. Good morning. Good morning, Hayan. Good morning. Billy, do you know what a circus is? Yes. 
What is it? Where you play. And what kind of things do you play? We are coaches, slides. Have you been to the circus before, Hayan? Yeah. What did you see at the circus? We went over the back and, and you were the prize. Yeah, you do. <laughs> okay, tell me how this works, Billy. You pick a surprise and if you win, you get a surprise. But how do I win it? Oh, uh, you go play games. Now, there's lots of different acts at the circus. What would you do at the circus, Hayan? Juggle. Mm, juggling would be good. Billy, what would you do at the circus? Uh, I'll be juggling. You're both going to juggle. Now, what are you going to juggle? Fruit? Bowling pins? Bowling pins. How many? 61. <laughs> hey, Hayan, have you seen the clowns before? Yeah. What do clowns look like? Uh, like a funny clown. <laughs> <laughs> what, what do they wear to make them look funny? Honky horn and a hair and it's going to do something silly. <laughs> <laughs> what silly thing would you do if you were a clown? I do juggles. Billy, have you seen a clown before? Yes. Did they make you laugh? <laughs> yes. What, what did they do to make you laugh? They would crack their nose. Does it sound like this? Honk, honk. (laughs) Herbie and Dane, the Riverinas hit 93.1. When you first get your licence and you start driving around, I think something that's a little win for you, which doesn't fade from when you first get your licence to now, is getting a great car park. Oh, the Rockstar Park, right next to the front door, baby. It can make you, it can really make or break your day. It can. (laughs) Some days you'll go to the shops and if you can't find the right park, you'll leave. I've done that before. See? Everyone does it. You want to have the first class parking. Yeah, of course you do. And when you go to your car parks, if you go to Sturt Mall or Marketplace, there's just your everyday generic car park. There's uh, car parks for disabled. Yes. And nothing grinds my gears more if I see someone who doesn't have the disability sticker parking in there. I just do not understand why someone would do that. And then there's also some other car parks pop up, but one of the common ones is uh, parents with prams. Yes. Not just here in town. This one is across the country and it has caused a bit of a debate this week online after a lady, she wrote in to the Herald Sun in Melbourne, which is a paper there. She went under the name Diana Davenport. And supposedly she's written in some controversial things before. So she likes to, you know, get people talking. She's an old school troll, that is to the editor style. She writes, while visiting my local supermarket, I was disgusted to find the best parking spaces nearest the door are now reserved for so-called parent and child parking. If you are fit enough to produce offspring, you should jolly well be able to walk across a car park into the supermarket. The best spaces should be reserved for people with the most expensive cars. (laughs) It is us who are likely to spend the most money in the supermarket and have the most shopping to carry back to our cars. Diana Davenport from Tootrack. Wow. She did not hold back. Now, in terms of um, spending out offspring and them being physically fit to be able to walk... Yeah, what if you have a cesarean? Maybe not so much. And I'm sure I'm never going to have a you baby. You can't drive for six I'm weeks sure after afterwards. you have a C-section. You can't drive. Yeah. There you go. So, look, that's that's a bit controversial. And the fact that you're going to be spending more money, I find that absolutely ridiculous. You're probably more likely to spend less money because you're more frugal because you've got a fancy car. <laughs> Doesn't fit for you, though. No, definitely yeah. not. <laughs> look, I don't agree with her at all. Diana, no. I think I'm all for the parents with pram car parks. Okay. I mean, I obviously don't have kids, but I can only imagine my mum who has five kids Mm. growing up, if she was going to the supermarket, it would be so hard to get all of us kids inside. Yep. And also I think there's a safety factor 
they you don't want your kids running from the furthest car park back, especially if they're little toddlers. Yeah, could be quite dangerous. And getting those capsules in, she's not easy. It's a workout being a parent getting kids in cars these days. Are they are the parents with pram spots wider than normal? Do you know by I any think some chance? Can be. Some can yeah. be. Look, I don't think parents with prams. I don't think we we really need them. You know, like. I know I can understand everything you've just said, but the only spaces we really need are the disabled spots for those people that desperately need to be closer to the door. Everyone else, you can make do. You know, it's not the end of the world that you've got to walk two other spaces down. So, you know what? I'm happy to get rid of parents with prams. Don't need them. (laughs) Look, I haven't used them. Um, Could change in the future. Well, <laughs> don't, I don't know, but at this stage, you know what? Just you make them more disabled car parts. Yeah, car so you don't spots. think they need to be for expensive cars? Definitely not. That okay. is absolutely ridiculous, <laughs> Diana. You're a tool, but um, get don't rid of all of them. Parents, no, with no, no, car no. Parks. Well, I think we should keep no. them. And so we're going to throw it out to you guys this morning. You can get involved at our hit Facebook page and share your opinion there. Or if you have an opinion on should shopping centres get rid of the parent Mm. with pram car parks, Get involved, 13, 12, 16. Some people have gotten involved at our Facebook page. Bria said, I don't actually think it's about the pram. Those parks are a little wider, which makes getting babies in and out easier. I wouldn't mind if they were, weren't the closest ones to the entrances, so she'd be fine moving them back. Okay, that, that makes sense. As long as you sense. have the wide ones. So many times I've struggled to get my babies out of the car because of the narrow car parks. Yep. And then Mel said, if they were reserved for people who have the most shopping, they'd be like any other car park. Having parent with pram parks are great. Mm. They have helped me a lot. All right, 13, 12, 16. Kevin from Lake Albert, mate. Should shopping centres get rid of parent with pram car spaces? Bloody hell. I mean, yes, they should. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Well, prams have got wheels. They can push them. <laughs> Kevin, have you got kids? Uh, my baby's 30, so I never had any privileges when my kids were little. So Could you uh, see, though, that it would help a parent these days when you've got the pram, it gives you a bit more space, and it is safer to not travel as far with the kids to the shopping centre? Well, they've made of all pedestrian crossings and walkways and everything else, you know, underneath all the car parks and that, so no, no, exactly the same as everybody else. Yeah, you know what, Kevin, you make a valid point, because in the Marketplace car park, there are crossings everywhere and yeah, designated correct. pedestrian walkways, so look, I, I'm going to have to agree with you, Kevin, mate, thanks so much for your call. Yeah, not a problem, you have a lovely day. Will do, and also on thirteen, twelve, sixteen, Dan, you've just uh, recently had a baby, you should come, shopping centres get rid of the parents with Pram's car parks? Well, the thing about them is, is that they're not policed. Like, nobody is telling you to not park there. So if it's the last car park and it's around Christmas time, for example, Dane, and you go downtown and <laughs> you are wanting to get your last-ditch Christmas present, no one's going to tell you that you can't park there unless some cranky mum sees you park there. The thing is, is that it is an open flutter. It's just a courtesy car park kind of thing. And I've never noticed that they are actually wider. So... In my opinion, I think it's a nice nicety for them to do, but it's very rare that you're going to be able to get that car park anyway. And as I said, it's not really police. It's not like a disabled car park where you need a sticker yeah. to say that you can park there. So, you know, I think, um, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of car park space around, I suppose, around a lot of places. But, yeah, I don't know. How would you feel then, coming up to Christmas time, Dane and you pull into the car park at the same time, he gets in first, and then you're left, you've got your newborn baby, your pram you need to get out, and he just waltzes off into the shops? I wouldn't 
mind. I've so bad. But the thing is, I've used those car parks in the past, and I've never noticed that they're they're bigger than the other car parks. I've never noticed that it gives you much more space. And quite often, if you get your plan out, the plan's at the back of your car anyway. So I kind of, yeah, I don't think it's a really, really, like, a big difference. Okay. But I only have one little kid. I don't. I can't <laughs> say for the people that have got four or five kids yeah. that, are, yeah. you know, they're all running around crazy and they're close to the car park and mum's had a hard day and she's going crazy. Like, that's, get out of that car park! That's what those backpack <laughs> leashes are for. No! <laughs> <laughs> Hit on Hit 93.1.